the show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. My name is Jenny, and I'm a mom, but I once lived a more glamorous life as a TV reporter. I was on the nightly news interviewing pop stars and politicians. So when I left TV to become a full-time mother, I quickly found out what we moms are up against. Our world glorifies the rich and famous. For what? I say let's honor the moms who are raising this world's next generation. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Hey, welcome to your show, Mom. Channel Mom really is here for moms like you. That's why we made the entire thing, the show, the podcast, the outreach, all, everything that we do, because we felt that we wanted to uh, be an encouragement on the airwaves and on the ground for moms, because there's not enough out there is not enough out there for moms in that regard. And that is why we partner with Mops International. Most of you in the audience probably know who Mops is and they're a longtime sponsor now and we we bring them on every other week to tackle a, a huge topic and I really think that today's is going to be one of those topics that just about every mom at her computer or listening to her phone or listening in her car is going to say oh I get it I yes that's where I am and we're gonna this is what we're gonna talk about when life feels messy and and I think just about Every mom I know wants to keep life under control. She wants her house under control, her car under control, her schedule under control, her kids under control, her marriage under control, or her single motherhood under control, whatever she's dealing with. Um, And if maybe she's got some areas of her life that are out of control and she wishes she could get them back into control, addictions or whatever's going on, um, life is messy. And and we're going to talk about that a little bit today, but then we're going to move to a new place so so that in the midst of the messiness, you can feel better. It's not even necessarily getting yourself out of the messiness. It's in the midst of the messiness. We're going to help you with some great tips from our friends from Mops. And I've got a story, a personal story, and I don't think it'll make me cry, but it's a tough story that I'm going to tell as well today. So uh, with no further ado, here's a little introduction to our friends at Mops. Welcome to Mops on Channel Mom. We're an organization that brings moms together. As a tribe of women raising the next generation, we desperately need each other. That's why Mops connects moms all over the world to a community of women who meet together to laugh, cry, and embrace the journey of motherhood. You belong here. Hi, I'm Mandy Ariotto, president of Mops International, here to welcome you to Mops on Channel Mom. There it is, our friend Mandy. And now we have our friend Ginny Jordan, not to be confused with Jenny. She's a Ginny. Uh, she is the editor of the Hello Dearest blog and magazine. It's both of those things, yes, which Mops produces. And, of course, she's with Mops International. She's also the mother of three, which is just as important, if not more important. And so welcome to Channel Mom, Ginny. Thank so, you so much. Thanks for having, having me. I like it when you're here because you're, you're not fakey. <laughs> Not that I'm not suggesting anybody else I have on the show is, um, but but you're real and you're authentic and you go there and you, you're just honest about what's really going on with yourself and with mothers. And I appreciate that about you. Thank so, you. So I look forward to a real conversation. Okay, so this messiness thing. I remember once I had a, a guy on the show who was a pilot and wrote uh, a, a book about um, being in a plane crash and his plane was crumpled and for some reason he died and then came back. Um, and so he had a great, great, great story about heaven. But but in coming back in into the life on earth, 
because um, he was dead for a little while. I mean, and I believe those stories, and I think most people who believe in God do believe those stories. He, of course, had a glimpse of heaven, but when he came back, he said, you know what? Life here on planet Earth is messy, and we just have to be okay with that. And some days when I wake up or when I'm struggling with this or that problem or this or that issue or whatever's going wrong, I sometimes really can't get past it until I say, I I just embrace it and say, this is life, girl. You live on a simple planet and life is messy. And I think so many moms could just breathe more easily if they knew that. So so why did you want to address messy with this most, you know, this upcoming blog and magazine about finding hope in the messiness? Why do you want to address messy? Right. Well, I think uh, our our upcoming magazine, we focus on hope. And in the messy, that's where you find hope. Um, I I think that that's the hard thing about hope is that you have to uh, engage in, you have to embrace the messy, the out of control uh, in order to identify hope and to see it. And so I I think that that messy part – it's something you have to embrace and we all experience it. You know, we can pretend we can sweep it under the rug, but we all experience it, uh, different seasons, different, um, degrees of it, but we all, we all have it. And if we can engage in that, we can find hope, you know, that's, that's what kind of sets us apart from other people. That's, uh, having hope in the midst of the unknown and, uh, and difficulty in and trial. Times. Yeah, absolutely. And you're right. That's kind of the definition of hope because if everything's going great and you're Miss America and you've got a huge house and you never have health problems and your kids are perfect, then you don't really need hope because it's all good. Right. Um, but when, when you have struggles, that's when hope is real. And so well said, well said. So let's just admit, I mean, my life is messy as a mom. I mean, I can look all cute and pretty on the radio not pretty. You don't look pretty when you're on the radio, <laughs> but I mean, I can make my life seem pretty when I'm on the radio. Um, but I have a messy life just like everybody, you know, I've got issues I'm dealing with and, and, and I, and I hope that'll allow other moms to say, Oh, <laughs> she struggles too. You know? And, and my guess is you've got three kids that your life's a bit messy as well. Oh, yeah, all the time, right. Yeah, and I just cannot make it look perfect. I'd like to sometimes, the Facebook pictures, but it's, that's all just a lie, <laughs> you know? And, and that's one reason I, I, I'm on social media on purpose so that I can tell moms that Channel Mom exists. But gosh, is it a messy place because it's such a lie. Um, and so many moms feel less than when they look at other people's Facebook lives, which are fake lives. So, yeah. All right, the reason you're here today, and I'm going to have you on for two segments, is because you're going to help moms navigate the messiness with hope. And you've got some great tips based on the articles and, and the bloggers that you're featuring in the spring issue that's just about to come out uh, that, I, that I love. There's some, we've got a DIY project that we're going to go over with, with for moms today. But, but let's start with something called the Genesis of Hope. Uh, one of your writers wrote about the Genesis of Hope. T- t- talk to me a little bit about that uh, you know, idea. Right. Um, Ashley Land, beautiful writer. I just love how she puts together words. This was a great quote that she um, she wrote. Um, Hope isn't always just a specific wish for something to happen or not to happen. It's also an unwavering belief in an ultimate good ending. Because if we allow it, if we want it, if we have eyes to see and ears to hear, God infuses everything with meaning. Yeah. And I love that idea, that hope. It's an unwavering belief in an ultimate good ending. And that makes all the messy. Uh, 
everything. Hopeful, yeah, right? everything. Somebody dying, cancer, a loss of a job, financial struggle, whatever your de- anxiety, whatever you're dealing with. If there's a finally good end, it makes all of that easier. Right. It's all for naught. Yeah. Um, and and I loved her piece because she talks about hope, someone else stepping in the gap for you when you're not able to be hopeful, mm-hmm. someone else stepping in for you as well. And so really relying on um, things outside of yourself, people. You know, God puts people in our lives, relationships, and when we can't see hope, uh, they can step in for us and remind us, hey, there is something good at the end. This will not all be for naught. Yeah. There's good. I think that I think men probably have this problem even more than women. But I think sometimes we tend to isolate when we're feeling hopeless and when things aren't going well because we just don't want people to see our mess. But but what she's encouraging us to do is is not isolate and make sure that we draw people just even just one friend or, or, or your own mom or, or somebody to say, I just need you to stand in the gap for me. That's right. That desperate phone call in the middle of the night to that that 3 a.m. friend or um, your mom or just to invite someone else into it. Because we need to hear other people say, me too, or it's going to be okay. Just yeah. having that validation of, yeah, this sucks, uh, but it's going to be better because I've either walked through it for you or I'm going to stand in the gap. I'm going to hope for you because I know I know better. Yeah. Yeah, or, or I've been through this similar things, and I'm on the other side, and I see now looking back that it wasn't as bad as I thought it was or, or whatever. That right. helps so much to have somebody give you that perspective. Okay, in, in the in the couple minutes that we have left in this segment before we move to the next one, um, you, you have what you call your gist experts, and they're addressing something called how do I encourage patience in an instant gratification world? Now, wh- now what does this have to do with hope? Okay, uh, with hope, well, I I think it's really kind of uh, how we as parents or moms uh, perceive our world and how are we uh, translating that to our kids because they are always watching us. We are their examples. So they really pull out some really great uh, two big ideas here. Um, Encouraging patience is it amongst things one or is it about resolution and direction? And so they really speak to the bigger um, part of that. It's direction and resolution to things and really asking us as moms to examine, um, you know, first, are we stepping in too quickly to help our kids? Um, Do we have simple solutions? Uh, Do we think that there are easy, uh, that we live in an easy world and there are simple solutions um, do, do, you know, all these, um, you know, right. And and can we live in tension as good examples for our kids because they're living in it too. So it's really, um, some great pointers and just really some great encouragement as a mom and parent to be reminded of these things because we wrestle with, um, living in an instant gratification world and how can we translate how we live it to our little ones. Because we always want to fix. 
And, and I find that. And, I, and I, I, I've avoided using food as something to make people feel better because I know that can cause a whole kind of pro- pro- problems. And I certainly don't give them a beer. So <laughs> I have to think of something else. And, and you're right. We do want them to be just all okay all the time. It's going to be okay. And, and I'm going to tell a story in the next segment where I kind of did do that, where I kind of tried to step in for my son. And, and he probably, <laughs> it probably made it worse because I didn't just let him feel the pain. Um, I chose this song today, it's a brand new song by Mercy Me, to, to talk about that painful place um, and where we can go spiritually when we're just in that painful place and we just need to go to a place of hope. So we'll, so we'll go out with that. But we're going to come back with a story and more tips about how you can help your kids get to that hopeful place in the middle of the mess. Jenny from Channel Mom. And if you're a mom, I know that you give your all for your kids. But sometimes it feels like no one even notices what you do. That's why we aim to give back to moms like you through Channel Mom outreach, coffees, and awards. First, our outreach helps moms with marital struggles, parenting issues, depression, and more with help from our amazing partners like Mops and Love and Respect. We also love to reward moms with our One Amazing Mom Award and a grant for single homeless moms. So go to ChannelMom.com to connect with our outreach or simply attend one of our channel mom coffees for inspiration and encouragement finally i'd like to hear from all the moms out there i'd love to hear your mom's story what you need in your life your advice or what you'd like to hear on channel mom radio reach out to us at channel mom one word on facebook twitter or instagram and please come support us in our mission to love coach and encourage moms you can come to channelmom.com and push the donate button and help us to continue ministering to moms it's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Hey, welcome back to Channel Mom. Such a good show. So glad we have our friends from Mops here. And I think we're talking about something that resonates with just about every mom. And we're going to get to that in just a second. But I like to do this just about every show. I think a lot of moms schlep around and, and they're dealing with a, a cold or, or they're sick or their child's sick or their car's a mess or they're, they're having financial troubles this month or they've gotten bad news or whatever it is. And I think they can sort of feel lost and forgotten as moms and like nobody really appreciates all that they're doing to hold the household together, to, to raise their kids up well, and, and they just feel forgotten. And, and so to me, every mom should, should at least weekly have that walk down a red carpet and get a little applause for all she does as a mother. So here's your mom applause for the day. So take a bow. There you go. You deserve that. You should totally take a bow. If you're sitting in your living room or driving, in your, just take a bow. Because you just, I'm applauding you right now. God bless you for all you do as moms. Okay, so we are back with Ginny Jordan, who is, of course, the editor of Hello Dearest at, at Mobs, which is their, their blog and their magazine, really good stuff, and, and so uh, helpful with just little tips and pointers and pieces of advice and encouragement for your life. Uh, Ginny and I are going to move on in our talk about finding hope in, in the mess of our lives on the bad days, and sometimes we need it on the good days, even though you know we'll, we'll still have a little hiccup here and there on our good days. I was going to tell a story about my son, but you've got two more things you're going to cover in this segment. First of all, the habits of positivity, right? Right. And we've got a little cute DIY 
thing that you're going to tell moms to do, just kind of a habit of hope to instill in their home, right? That's right. Okay, awesome. special messages, right? Love it. So so here's what I'm going to tell you. So, so you know, I come from a family where a lot of people don't believe in God. And, and so I have a huge heart for folks who aren't there and who don't follow Jesus and just don't get it. Um, but, but I've certainly brought my kids up to love God and know him and, and know who Jesus is and, and that he saves them. And so my son is now 18, and, and, I, and, and when they're teenagers, you have a teenager now, now it, it, sometimes it's harder for them to navigate in the midst of the world what God really means, who he really is in their life, if he's really real. You know, that stuff happens. So my son, God bless him, I, I probably overbrag about him, but he's one of these kids that is, you know, got a great brain, so, so he's very smart um, and does very well at school, and, and, you know, I'm hoping will be the valedictorian, and he's that kind of a kid. Right. He's also a good um, athlete, but he's had some setbacks, and he played football for his dad this year. They went to the state playoffs, and then in the second round, they got eliminated. Um, right before that, he had to have soldier, shoulder surgery, so he had to sit out a season of a basketball, I think it was. So he, had, he tore his labrum, had to have sh- shoulder surgery. Okay, so now he's played football this year with his daddy. He, th- he thought he was going to win state for his dad. Didn't happen. He was disappointed. Didn't understand why God didn't let him do that for his daddy. Then he had basketball. Very last game of basketball, and they did not. They had a disappointing season. He steps wrong in his leg. We went to the surgeon yesterday. He thinks he tore his ACL. Mm. So he's looking at me, and he's saying, why did – and I, he came to me on the court. He's a big, strong kid. But he came to me on the court crying and saying, I tore it, Mom. I tore it. Why did God let this happen? And yesterday as we were coming back and my son was sitting on the other, you know, seat, I went to all the stuff that a mom goes to. Like, buddy, this is awful and this is sad and I want you to grieve. But God is good and he's going to teach you lessons and he's shaping you to be a leader and, and you're going to be more compassionate. And, and he did not want to hear any of that. And, and, and I also thought when we all can also pray, you never know, God may just melt it all back together and it's all going to be good. And I thought, where do I go with this? Do I tell him that God's bigger than this and he can fix it today? Or, or do I tell him there are lessons or do I just shut up? You know, how do I help him find hope in this? Or do I just let him languish for a little while, like you said, and not try to fix it right away? And I, I mean, I've been crying for, for the last 24 hours because I don't know how to help him see God in the middle of this. And he's not dying. He doesn't have cancer. So there's so many worse things. And but he doesn't want to hear that lecture either. You know, it could be worse, buddy. But but I am aching for him because he wants to play college ball. And then here he sits as a senior his in in the spring. And he was invited to play on some all star basketball team. He can't do that. You know, he's bummed. Right. So so in the midst of this, I want you to bring in these habits of positivity. What do I do for my kid when he faces this? You know? Wow. Yes. Um. Well, actually, okay. Well, when you were talking that uh, the whole Genesis of Hope, the article that we were talking yeah. before, she touches right on that, and um, I think just, just that validating, um, you know, buddy, I, 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 I'm in pain with you. This, this is, this is hard. This is really hard, and mm-hmm. um, I, I think Kelly Gray, you know, as we kind of move into how do we move past that, she talks about developing habits of positivity and. Um, we've had Kelly on the show. She's terrific. Oh, she's great. Yeah. Uh, one of the, one of the ways she, we can, uh, really foster positivity. She says is just forsake the automatic. And I think that's really, um, so expand on that forsake the automatic expand fighting that knee jerk reaction to negative thoughts. Um, right. You know, cause your, our minds are such powerful things. They can take us to places that, you know, we just don't know how we ever got there, but they go there. So she's really saying forsake the automatic, 
Um, and how do we do that? We well, do, we, we, we make ourselves say positive things or we say no. I mean, Joyce Meyer is famous for saying, I just say no to that thought. Right. And sometimes you have to say it out loud. I say no to that negative thought. No. You know, boom. Right. I, I think it's either verbal. She's talking about certain people, you know, the stereotypes of or just um, history with people. You know, sometimes it can automatically go to the negative is to really uh, intentionally uh, intentionally think about those people and all the good good things they bring, uh. Uh, you know, all the good attributes or all the good memories. Uh, so that was one thing. Uh, another was develop the habit of positivity, and that's really reflecting on positive experiences. And I loved how she said, you know, we need to sit on this for at least 15 seconds. You know, we can brush through positive things and then go straight to the negative oh. and dwell in it. But she says, you know, something good happens, you know, if there's a bright, a small bright light with your son through this hard situation, camp on that for at least some time give it some ownership there give it some time uh, and just let it grow from there that's right his best friend stopped by and just to sit with him and and so we camped on that like you've got a great friend isn't this awesome bright spot right right keep going back to that yeah uh and the third i I love it she said make your mercies new every morning and i think that is another intentionally directing your heart and mind toward good so it really is this practice Uh, it's this developing this habit of going towards the positive and not dwelling on the negative or, you know, the the demons in our heads. Yeah, you know? yeah. You have to come to a place where you say, I really don't want to be the victim of negative anymore. But you have to be tired of it. You have to be sick of it. You have to be ready to say, I'm going to put post-it notes all over my house or I'm going to say scriptures all day long or whatever it is. You have to be ready to make that commitment. Exactly. And then you can follow Kelly's... And Kelly's fabulous, and she's a psychologist. She knows what she's talking about. Right. Um, you have to retrain your brain, you know, and, and I've been doing it lately. I've been saying certain verses every day, every morning, like a discipline, even if I don't believe them when I'm saying them. I make myself say them. So I don't just go to negative right away. And, and frankly, I, I, you got to help our kids with this because we do sometimes tend just to go to the negative. It's all going to be awful. Nothing's going to work out. Poor me, you know. So right. I love it. What's the DIY project that moms can do? Oh, it's great, and it's so easy. We have um, messages of hope, and what it is, it's this um, felt uh, framed board that you can just put all these great messages. You can get these iron-on letters and just put them on the felt. You can um, uh, frame it in any type of frame with a back, mm-hmm. and then like a bulletin board almost. Exactly. With felt on it. Okay. Right, right, and um, you can put any kind of message up. Um, our, our resident. Bree, she's our resident DIY expert, and yeah. she did this in five minutes. And then you just put, and, and it's just central in the house, so it's kind of your hope board. And on and a bad day, there it sits, you know. Um, it, it, somebody can walk by it, and just one thing will may, resonate with them. I that's, love it. That's right. And switch out the letters, have your kids participate in it, find things that they want to put up there. Um, you can do all different shapes and sizes. So wherever you need it most, in your kiddos' rooms, in the bathroom, yeah. on your mantle, workplace, it's yeah. a great DIY. It can work with toddlers or teens, I would suggest. You know, That's right. Bo- both age groups. Um, Ginny, how can people find the magazine and you as a group? How yes, can- please come find us. We're at mops.org slash subscribe and that's how you can um, 
get our great quarterly magazine, the Mops Magazine. Uh, and and it's going to have these tips for positivity in there. So if they want to pick it up or they want to go look at it online, that's where they go. That's right. All these great articles we've been talking about will be in the spring issue. Um, that will be released um, March 31. And also go to mops.org and check us out, connect with the group, and uh, just join our community. We really um, are – we want to reach out. We want to reach – a million moms, yeah. and we want to connect hearts uh, to Christ and to other moms. So yeah. come join us. And we want to help you do that. I mean, moms made a huge difference in my life, so I, I love what you guys do. I'm going to tell you about an idea I have, and I would love your amen on it. We're, we're going to try to – we're going to kind of do some new things with Channel Mom because we want to figure out a way to reach moms through the airwaves where they get the voice. It's not just us with famous authors and experts and folks like that. The, the moms are going to have a voice. So, so the, the current plan is we're going to switch over to a live show. We're going to invite more moms with real stories in. We have somebody we call our postpartum mom. We have our single mom. They're going to come in, and then there's going to be follow-up through Facebook Live, through Facebook chatting, and then support groups. So suddenly now, any mom with an issue can have a voice on our show, and it's because it's their show. And, and then there's going to be all this follow-up that occurs right after the show or during the show because other moms can call in and get help. And, and we'll also still have experts standing by and folks that can help them. But the, this should be a mom's show. This shouldn't just be Jenny's show. This should be a voice for mothers to get help and hope and encouragement and, and real-life advice that, that where, they're, where they live. So that, that is the new direction that we're taking Channel Mom in, and we're going to start chapters so that we can do it across the country um, and have follow-up in these chapters and these support groups um, for all the things that we're dealing with on the show. So it's just it's mom ownership. It's their community, and it's mm-hmm. mom-centric. So. Well, that's super um, exciting. Thank you. Yes. But you guys are part of it. I mean, you guys Yay. are you all, Yeah, I know. So whatever. <laughs> and so as a result, day to day, like a day like today, we'd have this follow-up talk with people that are dealing with negativity and depression and, and hopelessness. Um, and then they could get actual help after the show. So I love it. Wonderful. So, thank you. Thank yes. you for your amen on that. Uh, if you want to help us, we'd be so grateful. We have to pay for the show and our podcast and all the other things we do. And we can't go on without you. So we would love you to be a donor. You just go to channelmom.com. We're a nonprofit and click on donate to Channel Mom. We also love volunteers and prayer. We'd be so blessed. Moms, if you feel like nobody else appreciates what you do, we do. God bless you. Thank you. Have a beautiful weekend. If you enjoy what you hear on Channel Mom Radio, and if you believe the media should be doing more to support moms and encourage families, then why don't you come alongside the efforts of Channel Mom? We'd like to offer you our partner package today. We'll send you a Channel Mom's Best Tips for Moms, as well as a beautiful bling t-shirt when you sign up to be a partnering monthly donor at ChannelMom.com. We live in a world that demeans the importance of moms and belittles the value of family. Research shows the family is breaking down in America. But Channel Mom aims to stop the family breakdown, starting with the moms. We depend on our donors to help us, to put this show on the air, and to do outreach for mothers on the ground, supporting them in their parenting, marriages, addiction issues, and more. So become a Channel Mom partner today and be a part of the change you want to see for mothers and families. Just go to ChannelMom.com and click on Give to CM and you'll see our donate button there. From the moms at Channel Mom, thank you. And may God bless each mom and her family.